You're on Energy Groove Radio. This is the Music Weekly. My name's Brad Jackson. We'll be back shortly. Uh, right now, though, Anna Smirk is a Melbourne-based uh, artist, and she's just dropped uh, her new single, which is called Human Condition. I believe it's the first single that we've heard from her since her 2019 EP called Swim. Anna joins me on the line now to talk about Human Condition. Anna, how are you? Hello. I'm good, thank you. That's good. Tell me about the genesis of Human Condition. When did you start writing it and what brought it about? I wrote Human Condition um, in lockdown in 2020. I'm here in Melbourne and um, it was our second lockdown and I was feeling a little bit crazy by that point and um, I think a lot of people were. And I was really thinking about um, connection, you know, being in... um, in lockdown really made me think about how important um, connection is just, you know, for our, for our well-being in general. But I, I started to think about how even in normal times, it's actually really hard to get that kind of connection that, that we need to keep us well, you know. Our, our world kind of isn't built for it. It's much more geared towards kind of looking out for yourself and, and trying to get ahead individually. So I don't know, that just kind of made me really frustrated and angry and um, this song was the result of that frustration. Well, it's interesting because I think a lot of us um, are thinking about that connection with other people more than ever now. Uh, Some people uh, who normally would function quite well on their own um, have discovered that they do need that human connection. Uh, Have any of your relationships with your friends or or your family uh, changed or been heightened um, due to the pandemic and, and being in lockdown? a really good question I guess um I'm definitely somebody who like I, I really like to have alone time that's something that I that I really value that's kind of how I recharge um it wasn't that good for me like I sort of thought I might handle it okay but I I found that I really did need that kind of connection with my friends and family and you know as much as you can stay connected digitally and all that kind of stuff it's just not quite the same so I think um for me it really did give me um, a huge appreciation and a lot of gratitude for all, yeah, my friends and family and people that really keep me grounded. Um, so maybe I'm making, I think I'm probably making a bit more, um, yeah, I may be doing a little bit better at, at staying connected with them when I can now and, you know, letting them know that they're really important to me. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing that you managed to, uh, I guess, channel all of that into this beautiful song, hum- Human Condition. Um, what role did music play during um, lockdown and helping you get through this time? I imagine it must have been quite cathartic for you. Yeah, hugely. In fact, you know, that was one silver lining of the lockdown that my plans for 2020 had been all travel based. I um, was planning to do a lot of touring in Australia and overseas, and I was planning to be overseas um, quite a lot of the year for my other work as well. Um, But that all obviously changed. So I suddenly had a a lot more time on my hands to be playing um, and to be writing and to be really thinking about what kind of music I wanted to make. So uh, yeah, I did. I spent a lot of time playing and writing over 2020 and um, that was just wonderful to have have a bit more time and space to do that to let songs kind of sit for a little bit of time and and give them the space they needed to grow so I think yeah that was definitely one one positive from the year 
Now, you produced the track with Joel Quarterman, who is known for his work with Eskimo Joe, Meg Mack and Opep. Do you want to talk about um, how uh, Joel got involved with the song and, um, you know, what was working with him like? Yes. So um, I, I was a big fan of Joel's um, work as a producer um, and I, I really wanted to explore something a bit different with this record from, from the, my previous stuff, which was a lot more kind of like folk acoustic sounding. Um, so, I, so I thought Joel would be a great fit, but um, I was a little bit nervous about approaching him because, you know, he, he's, he's kind of a big deal. And <laughs> I just kind of cold called him and, and sent him some, some demos over email. Um, and yeah, I was really, it was really stoked because he was super into it. And um, we scheduled some time to, to do a bit of pre-production on the songs and, and work through the form. And, um, and then we had some, some studio time booked in, but that did have to get keep getting pushed back um, as you, you know when we weren't allowed to to gather in the studio but eventually we did we did manage to get together and um, it was so wonderful working with Joel he's just a master and he um, had so many great ideas for the arrangements and the production and he also plays a lot of the instruments um, it's basically himself um, me and and another wonderful musician Alex Burkoy who's playing the strings um, on the record. So, yeah, so it was the three of us and, yeah, it was a really great team. It sounds like a, a very productive team, but it also sounds like a bit of a new experience for you. Um, musically, is it how, how is it for you, I guess, as an artist working with a producer? Um, what exactly do you need to be prepared for when you are working with a producer who may, uh, I guess, contribute completely different ideas to what you'd ever thought about before? Yeah, that was, um, that was a bit of a a learning curve for me to be working um, with a producer that was so hands-on in that way um, and I think what I had to learn was to let go of a little bit of control I think I'm a <laughs> bit of a control freak when it comes to my music um, and I like to sort of be in charge but he um, you know is so experienced and had such a lot of great ideas that I really had to just trust in um, what he wanted to try and, you know, he was always right. You know, he always was coming up with suggestions and I'd kind of be like, oh, I don't know if that's really going to, really going to, you know, get the result that I'm going for. But um, every time he was spot on. So I think it's, yeah, really about trust. And um, luckily I was in very good hands. <laughs> it must be challenging. I would struggle with the trust thing as well, because obviously this music is going to be really personal to you. It's, it's your baby. So <laughs> I can imagine yeah. handing over that trust must be a barrier you need to work through yeah definitely but I think it's 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 worth doing because you know because the songs are my babies um sometimes I think you are just a bit too close to them and it's hard to make kind of objective decisions about what yeah what's going to work best mm. so having somebody else in the room who can make that call is really helpful now tell me about uh, the single tour that we have for this month. So um, I saw that you had a show booked for the 4th of June. I'm assuming because of the current lockdown that probably got postponed or did you manage to squeeze that in? I, I can't quite get my head around the timelines there, but you do have some shows later this month though. I do. Yeah. So I, I'm struggling to get my head around the timeline too, to be honest. It's all changing so much, but <laughs> um, yeah, we, we had a few 
shows um, planned throughout Victoria that unfortunately we, we haven't been able to do, um, but we're going to be um, trying to reschedule that, that show that was supposed to be on the 4th in Melbourne. It looks like that's going to be on uh, June the 27th. So um, I'm excited. I'm just crossing my fingers that it's all going to work out. <laughs> Amazing. And any plans to perhaps uh, expand your tour up to New South Wales slash Sydney anytime soon? Definitely. Yeah, I'm super keen. I've been a little bit um, scared to, to plan too far in advance and too far afield, but um, we'll, I'll be releasing some more music in the coming months and the, and the full EP, um, that Human Condition, Human Condition is the first track of a full EP that will be out um, in October. And I really, yeah, I'm planning to, to get to Sydney and New South Wales around then. Amazing. What else can we expect from the EP? What what um, are you doing differently musically um, that perhaps you you weren't doing uh, on your twenty nineteen EP? Yeah, with this EP, I really just wanted to explore. Um, a, a bigger kind of indie pop, indie rock sound. My last records were quite folky, um, a lot more kind of acoustic instruments and quite stripped back. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to, I just wanted to get lots of lots going on in there. There's a lot of layers. There's a lot of um, a bit more of a classic rock set up with drums and bass and guitars, but there's a lot of um, string parts as well. I work with this wonderful violinist that I mentioned earlier. Um, so there's a lot of a lot of violin on the rest of the EP. But yeah, I, I think, you know, the songwriting um, is, is similar in a lot of ways to what I was doing before, but the production and, and the instrumentation is quite different. So it's a bit of a change of pace for me, but I've been really enjoying um, plugging in and, and rocking out a little bit. <laughs> um, it's nice that you have some violin in there because um, from what I understand, that was kind of the first instrument that you, you learnt as you were growing up. Is that correct? It was, yeah. I um, I picked up the violin when I was about eight and I don't really know how that happened because <laughs> I don't think I'd ever really seen a violin um, in real life, but I somehow really got obsessed with wanting to learn it and I just kind of bugged my mum and dad until <laughs> until they bought me this little like half size violin and um and got me some lessons and that was my first instrument and since then I've sort of I don't play much violin these days but um yes yeah, I, I still really love it and travel also plays a big part in your life you did mention at the top um of our chat uh that you do a lot of travel as part of your other work do you want to tell us about that and how travel has perhaps influenced your musical endeavors as as well. Yeah, so when I'm not playing music, um, I work as a consultant for the World Health Organization. Um, so that takes me all over the place. And the last few years, I've lived in the Solomon Islands and the Philippines and Cambodia, um, lots of different spots. And yeah, I think um, it works really well for me to have those two parts of my life that are quite different from each other. I think um, both kind of lines of work, the music and, and working for the World Health Organization can be both pretty intense um, and they both use really different kind of parts of my brain. And I think I, I tend to do, you know, one of those things really intensively for a few months and then switch to the other one. So it gives me a bit of a chance to 
to rest that that side of my brain and do something totally different. Um, but what's interesting I, I've found is that when I've been traveling, it's when I'm um, doing a lot of writing. You know, I'm, I'm usually super busy um, working when I'm away um, in different places. But there's something about maybe being outside of my comfort zone and, and just having you know all my senses um, really taking in a lot of new things. That um, yeah, always gives me tons of song ideas, and I usually end up coming home with a little swag of song ideas to work on. Excellent. Well, Anna Smirk, it's been an absolute pleasure picking your brain today and I look forward to hearing the EP when it comes out. What's it called? Good question. I'm keeping that under wraps for the moment because okay. I haven't quite made up my mind. <laughs> <laughs> all good. Well, uh, all the best for your uh, single tour and the shows. I hope they all go smoothly and uh, no more curveballs are thrown in your direction for this year. <laughs> Thank you. I hope so too. Old friends, what's up with you? Your eyes a darker shade of blue. Your skin is thin, I see the veins right through. Good God, you stand. Say so.